Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. Is this, what, week eight? Week eight. Week eight of this. It's, it's actually going by pretty fast. It always does. To be honest with you, I, I didn't think it <clears throat> would, but I, I guess when you get caught up in so much from day to day, week to week, it does go by fast. So it's been fun. It's been fun so far. And uh, I think we were all able to kind of take advantage of not a very crazy uh, long list of games from Friday night and was able to en- enjoy some over the weekend. And I know you were able to watch the Hilltoppers and Michigan <laughs> State. And I was being able to relax and hang out too. So we won't talk about that. But uh, <laughs> we can talk about some high school football. And let's jump right into it. Uh, the two biggest things that I want to talk about before we get into the big week that we have on Friday night, I guess in terms of team of the week, if you will, we kind of always give a little tip of the caps. But this week, I'm going to give it to two. First things first, Odom County Eastern. Odom County moves to 6-0, and 142-21. And then Trinity, yeah. beating nationally ranked St. X out of Cincinnati, 33-32. What a way to get your first victory. So those are my two teams that you have to kind of tip the cap to. And First off with Odom County, I was able to cover that game Thursday, and they looked good. Sam Young, very talented quarterback, and they have a lot of good weapons and some good pieces around him. So... Just for you, you know, your standpoint, just what do you make out of, I guess, those two teams or anything else that stood out from last week? Yeah, definitely Oldham County getting a nice win over Eastern and, you know, being 6-0. And And I think we've talked a lot about Tayshawn McBroom and and what he's been able to do over there at Eastern. Um, Now, I will say, not to kind of throw a wet blanket on it, but I think think these next two weeks for Oldham County, we're really going to find out just how good they are. Um, You know, they've got a really – a really good Madison Central team uh, coming into Buckner on Friday night. Madison Central's five and one. I think they're ranked in the top ten of the yeah. AP six A poll. And then next week they go to Bryan Station, uh, who's an, I think ranked fourth maybe in the six uh, A poll. So um, you know it's an outstanding start. And um, like you said, Sam Young is a very good quarterback. I got to play. I got to see him play last year, and he was good last year. So. I can only imagine how good he is now as a senior, um, but yeah, we're gonna we're really gonna find out these next two weeks uh, how legit I guess uh, Oldham County is. Yeah, and it's that's very true. And I think you know you look at the score forty two to twenty one. I still think they would have won that game similar to the fashion they did over Eastern. But I also do have to throw a win that Pierce Humpick went down yeah. early in the first half, so he was not able to go back in and. Uh, hopefully, you know, things work out for him. Talk to Sean Yon after the game. He feels it's just like a little bit of like a pinch nerve situation, so minor, so should be able to get him back off this week and then uh, I believe taking on Ballard uh, to begin, uh, you know, some big uh, district play afterwards. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, again, I think it's just good for them. And, again, you know, I guess what do you make of Trinity? Yeah. Um, Interesting. For sure. I guess we got to eat some crow. I mean, we we oh, yeah. at least I did sat here and said last week that they were going to be zero and seven. When you consider that um, Cincinnati St. X was at least what you thought was the best team on their schedule so far, and uh, for them to go up and get that win, um, you know, <laughs> in hindsight, I, I covered the St. X Rile game on Friday night. I, I guess in hindsight, I chose the wrong game uh, <laughs> to cover up there in Cincinnati <laughs> last Friday. Because uh, if we had known Trinity was going to win that, that certainly would have been a um, probably the better game for me to be at. But you know, the, and, and give Jay Cobb credit; he's been saying it all along that they were close. Yeah, you know that they were close. They just had to maybe get a little tougher 
And, um, you know, Brady Willis had an outstanding game. Um, I think he uh, rushed for three touchdowns or accounted for three touchdowns. I think Armand Tucker had a, uh, a, a couple of touchdowns. I'm sorry, Brady Willis had one touchdown, Armand Tucker, and then uh, their kicker, um, whose name escapes me right now, I think had a – Keelan a, McLaughlin. Yeah, sorry, sorry. He had four field goals, uh, including a 53-yarder, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, when you win a game by one point, every one of those field goals uh, counts. So um, – you know, a, a huge win for for them and their confidence, and um, you know, maybe now people will get off of us for for continuing to rank Trinity in the in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, uh, not only in six A but the state. But uh, when you look at what they've done and um, you know, kind of what what's ahead of them, um, you know, I, I think they could easily be four and six going into the playoffs, and a and a team that Mayo and Saint X and Manual are going to be are going to be concerned with if they get matched up with them in the playoffs. Oh, no question about that. I think that's what really stood out to me. So I guess before we put a ribbon on last weekend and move ahead to a loaded week that is in store, let's take a minute to listen to Tayshawn McBroom. Haven't been able to talk to him a whole, whole lot. Talked to him this summer. Was able to talk to him after the game at Eastern. So uh, let's listen to uh, Tayshawn McBroom and just just what he's liked about this team through this uh, start to the year. The offense, you know, Sam was big. Wesley made some nice yes. catches. You had just a lot of guys contribute yeah. and just take care of, uh, just take care of business. I think that's a testament to our work at practice, man. We can't, we compete, we challenge each other, we one-on-one drill, we do a lot of competitive things. So I think you're gonna start seeing different guys surface on this district play run, man. So yeah. it was really good to see Wesley use his advantage uh, to a success tonight. He's six-three. I got smaller corners. We're going to take shots. You're 6-0. First year here, you know, you guys are playing good football. You know, yeah. what have you liked about just what this team has brought? And, and this is week? the thing, Dominique, man. Uh, it's my fifth year with the program. Um, I just think our chemistry, me knowing the boys, a lot of my seniors was freshmen, my my second year here. So this is my second group of five, uh, four-year guys. So these guys are in the system, man. They're working their tail off. I'm going to keep pushing them and working, man, because I think we can be really special this year. So that was nice for sure. But before we do go too, too far ahead, I do want to give you a chance to talk about the yeah. team you covered. You saw St. X play Ryle. You went up to that area. Uh, what were your impressions on that? I mean, again, St. X still finding a way to get some wins, even though it hasn't always been pretty. No. But, I mean, they are still winning. Yeah, this wasn't pretty at all. You know, they, they beat Ralph 13-3. Uh, to Yeah. Um, you know, Ralph's a good team, and, and Kevin Wallace said that after the game that he was impressed, you know, in watching film on them all week and the way they tackle and the way they were able to break tackles. Um, so, you know, they're they're a legit top 10 team in 6A. Um, you know, St. X's offense was not impressive. Uh, Jack Savory only ran two times in the first half. They were really trying to limit his touches um, and limit his runs, you know, always trying to keep him healthy. Yeah. Um, and then they decided at halftime, you know, this isn't working. We got to run him, and they did. And he ran – I think he ran 16 times in the second half, um, scored a touchdown. The defense played really well. Um, you know, I, you know, I asked this, and, you know, nobody ever wants to admit it, but that was a trap game for, for St. X. Of course. Playing Ryle the week after they had just beaten Trinity, and now St. X has manual this week, so – um, one of the players he admitted, you know, we, we, you know, we didn't know much about Ryle. We didn't know, you know, kind of what to expect. And, and Kevin Wallace wasn't happy after the game. He, he said something along the lines that they didn't treat it. 
he, he felt like his players treated it more like a field trip than a than a than a real game, and so uh, you know he wasn't real happy with their focus. So um, I know we'll talk about the the manual game coming up this week, but uh, it'll be interesting to see um, sort of how they uh, how they approach things this week and and how they uh, they're not going to overlook manual. I can tell you that much. Oh yeah, they better be focused. That's for sure because yeah. manual's playing good football. So. Let's go ahead and break down some of the, the top five games that will be in the area coming up on Friday. And let's start. I, this is going to be one of those weeks for me, Jason, that it, it's going to be a toss-up. I very well could be 0-5 <laughs> on these picks this week because I, I'm not sure what to make of them. But uh, let's do it. If you're 0-5, we should make some sort of, I don't know, arrangement. You know, well, what, what do you got to do if you go 0 and 5? What do you got to do on the on the podcast next week? <laughs> Whatever you do, you pick it. You pick it. I'll do. I'll, it. I'll sit here and think about that over the next few minutes. There you and, go. Uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're fine. Let's think of something good. <laughs> let, now let's start with Trinity at Ballard. <clears throat> Trinity at Ballard. This is not a hard pick, Dominique. Is it not? No. Okay, <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> I'll say this, yeah. No disrespect to Adrian Morton. <laughs> it goes back to like the old, you know, you'll believe it when you see it in terms of beating. And that's why I say it's not a hard pick. Yeah, so I'm going Trinity. <laughs> why not? I'm going Trinity. I don't mean to talk you out of anything. You're not. Well, I, if you remember on last week's podcast, I said they were going to be 0-7, but then they were going to get the first one at Ballard. I did go on record with that. I got to stick with that record. And I actually do feel a bit more comfortable Picking it after watching Trinity play these past couple of weeks and getting an upset win, so yeah, I'm going Trinity. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going Trinity too, and it's not disrespect to, to Ballard. You know, Adrian Morton's done a good job over there, but oh yeah, when, when you look, you know, they're four and two. Okay, a, a good record. Who they lose to? Mail and Manual. Yeah, were they competitive in either one of those games? Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest, they weren't. That's and true. so, it, you know, it's it's hard to imagine. Um, you know them sort of overcoming that, and now Trinity's on this high after beating Cincinnati St. X. You know the number ten team in the nation, so you feel like they sort of turned our things around. And you know not to pile on, but I mean this this run of Trinity Boward is just incredible. Trinity has won thirty one straight meetings in this series. <laughs> Boward's last win came in nineteen ninety five um, by a fourteen to twelve score. So you know that that history for me is is just impossible to overlook and uh, yeah. given sort of the direction these two programs are going right now um, it, it's hard to bet against Trinity in that one yeah I definitely agree Fern Creek at Bullet East th- this is an interesting one for me I-, I think that first things first I think mainly just because of the scoring I'm going with Bullet East I just Fern Creek I do think they're good I just I don't think they're going to be able to slow down that offense that Bullet East has and I mean I've, I've talked about this before. I, I thought Fern Creek was just going to be just a little bit better than expected. Even, you know, playing DeSales, like he only went by two scores, and that's yeah. supposed to be one of those great, you know, DeSales is down this year, even though they were able to get a surprise blowout win the week before. That's supposed to be your four-touchdown win, honestly, yeah. and they barely did that, and they struggled against Central and other teams. And like I said, Bullet East has had a little bit of a juggernaut on offense, so I, I'm going to go with – uh, Bullet East, and yeah, I think the Chargers. Uh, I think they're going to be able to get the win. Yeah, I agree. I'll I'll go with Bullet East, and we've talked about this a couple of times. 
this district is really intriguing to me. You know, Mayo's going to win that district, um, right. we think. But Fern Creek, Bullet East, and Southern, those three teams are the other three teams in that district. And all three of those teams are pretty good this year. Yeah. You know, Fern Creek's 4-3. and three, Bullet East is 5-1. and one, Southern is 5-1. and one, yeah. And their only loss was a, a COVID forfeit in a game they would have won if they had gotten to play Iroquois. They'd be 6-0 and oh right now. Yeah. So it's really intriguing to me which of those teams is going to – is going to, you know, get a home game in the playoffs. Who's going to finish second? And, but, and if I had to go with one right now, I think I would go with Bullet East. That, yeah. that offense is just – it's going crazy. You know, they're, they're number one in the state right now. They're averaging 50.2 <laughs> points per game. Uh, they put up 62 last week on a, on a Danville team that's always – Decent, at least. Yeah. Um, we picked that, Danville to win. Yeah, that. we did, yeah. and you know that was Danville. Danville's four and three, but that was their first loss on the field this season. Their other two losses were both COVID forfeits. So, um, you know, Bullet East really got it going, and yeah. and the and the, the 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 exciting thing I think about them is all their playmakers are juniors. Yeah. Um, their quarterback Travis Egan's a junior. Yeah. Uh, their their running back Mason. G- we got to figure out how to pronounce this kid's name. I think it's Gauthier, but yeah. Gauthier. I'm Sounds sorry. better than me, yeah. We'll, we'll get that figured out. Um, he's a junior, and then their two uh, receivers are both juniors and Cameron Brogan and Nolan Davenport. So, um, you know, this is the sort of thing Ethan actually envisioned. Yeah. Um, he had a big-time offense when he's at Lexington Christian, and now he's, you know, he's putting up a ton of points and like I just don't think that Fern Creed offense can keep up with them. I think no. they'll be able to I don't think Bullet East is going to put 62 on Fern Creek, right. but I, however many they score, I don't think Fern Creek can, can keep up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like very few teams can beat Bullet East in a shootout like that in terms of the offense. So, yeah, I, I agree, and I've been impressed with the, the Chargers so far. We got DeSales at Christian Academy. In any yeah. other situation, this rivalry would have been exciting and fun. Any other year, we would have started off this one and probably talked about it for about 20 minutes. Literally. I remember we went to prep rally there. Yeah. We yeah. write stories on it, everything. But I'm not even going to waste a lot of time mm-hmm. to talk about it. I think Cal wins big. Yeah, I do too. Uh, you know, these, you know, and, and not to pile on DeSales. They, they've accomplished, accomplished so much over these last few years. Oh, and, yeah. They just don't have it this year. No. Um, you know, they, they did play Fern Creek tough last week. Yeah. You know, only losing 28-14. to 14. It looks like they may have found a guy that they can sort of lean on in their running attack in Devin Armstrong, who he rushed for 143 yards and a touchdown. So, um, you know, he's having a big year. But, you know, Cal is rolling right now. Um, beat Henry County 41-6. to six. And, you know, it wasn't even really a guy that we've talked about all this year, a lot this year, kind of doing the damage. It was their running back. Uh, Gavin Copenhaver, you know, yeah. 11 carries, 132 yards, and three touchdowns. Um, so, you know, he had a big game for them, kind of giving them another weapon. We know about uh, what Easton Messer can do, <laughs> he's uh, really both good. offense and defense. Yeah. Um, he's going to be playing, you know, he, he's going to be at, a, at a, a pretty good college program uh, uh, next year playing on Saturdays. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, cow by a lot. Yeah. Males at Southern. This is, I, I mean, let me just go ahead and say, I think Mel's going to win. I'm really curious to see how Southern, like they haven't played anybody to this caliber, right, right. obviously. They're 5-1, and one and, you know, they played some really solid football. And, I mean, well, they, they've been blowing out some teams that they played. And, like I said, they've made me a believer because there's a few times I picked against them. And, like I said, they were able to get a win. Mel is Mel. So I'm going to pick Mel. But the main thing I want to see is, how close and how competitive the game is, because then it kind of goes back to what you talked about. 
who's in that district, who's like right there in that two, three range. So that's what I want to see more than anything yeah. on Friday in yeah. this game. Yeah, you know, Mayo's going to win this game. I don't think there's any argument about it. But you know what? What what can Southern show us? You yeah, know, Mike Gossett's been over there for a long, long time. He's one of the the best guys you can ever deal with uh, in this city as far as football coaches go. Um, you know, he's a great guy. He's one of the few guys who on Friday nights after their game will text me stats <laughs> so we can get their games in the paper. And, yeah. you know, we always appreciate that. Um, so he kind of goes above and beyond for his kids. And, you know, in, in our position, you, you you can't do anything but appreciate that. So, yeah. Um, you know, he's got some guys. T.J. Rogers is probably one of the more underrated uh, players in the city. You know, he does it on offense and defense. Uh, he's got 10 touchdowns this year. Uh, their quarterback, Kerry Hodge, um, he's accounting for 16 touchdowns this year, 11 throwing and, and five running. Um, but like you said, they, they haven't played anybody near the caliber of Mayo. Um, you know, you, you look back at last year, Mayo beat Southern 64 to nothing. Yeah. So, and and that doesn't mean a whole lot, but I think it does sort of show you the the gap that exists between these two programs. And I, I know Southern's not going to go into this game thinking, "Hey, let's let's try to avoid a running clock or anything." Right. They're going to go in, and, but <laughs> that would be a huge step for them. Oh yeah, from sixty-four to nothing to avoiding a running clock. So you know, we'll see. And you know, we might be here next. Tuesday saying, God, we were stupid. You know, Southern made it a game. But, yeah. Um, it, it's hard. It, it is kind of hard to see that happening. And, and yeah, you know, mail was off last week. Um, we could do a whole podcast on what they went through trying to get a game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it didn't quite turn out for them. Yeah. So uh, I think they're going to be hungry to play again and, and fresh. Uh, and fresh. And yeah, it, it could get ugly. Yes. Here we go. Yeah. Saint X. I can't wait. At manual, I cannot wait either. I'm like literally for me and my job. Like I'm gonna go to a, like a seven o'clock game, stay for like ten minutes to get a little bit of video, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm getting over to manual. Cause man, I, I'm excited about this game. Boy, if you show up at about seven thirty over there, you're gonna have a fun time trying to find a place to park. Oh, it's not happening. Oh, it's not <laughs> happening. Oh, I mean, this, in my opinion, this is like gonna be the preview of the playoffs. Yeah, what, this is the second round. Playoff this is game. the second round playoff game, and. These two teams, I mean, Manuel, first things first, they made me into a believer. I was wondering because I'm saying, like, okay, you're playing Valley and you're playing Floyd Central, who's down. You know, Central is, you know, Central's good, but they're, you know, yeah. lower 4A yeah. team. And I'm like, who are you playing? And then, you know, they were competitive when they played uh, Cincinnati LaSalle. Yeah. And then they blew out Ballard, and I said, okay. Yeah. Manuel is finally looking like the team I thought they were going to be. Like, they are who we thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> and they have yeah. been good. St. X has been a nice surprise for me as well. And um, I, I don't even – the thing about St. X for me, I don't even think they played their best football yet. No, they haven't. And it's clear. And Kevin Wallace would tell you that. The players would tell you that. Teams that have played against St. X would tell you that. But they're still finding ways to win. And especially at this point in the year when you are playing good defense like that, you're good. Like the offense could catch up, and the offense has made strides throughout the year. And I've mainly been rambling because I'm still not sure who I want to pick. <laughs> so You can let me go if you want. You can think about it. I don't want it to feel like I'm like going to just like steal your pick, though. Oh, okay. So give me St. X. I like the defense. 
Uh, I think that what they did, 13 points against Ryle, just won't happen again. Yeah. I, I like what they've been able to do. And I'm t- I'm really – it's tough for me because you even got Juwan Northington playing linebacker for them. So, like, they got a good defense. Yeah. So, I think not this is – Not as much as he has in the past. Not, yeah. yeah. So, I think they could stop St. X's run, but I, I just think because of the defense for St. Yeah. X, I think that's the difference for me. So, well, I'm going I'm going Tigers. I mean, it's not every week you get a you know the number two versus the number three team in the state facing each other. So, that's part of my excitement. And, yeah. uh, you know, you talk about the defenses. Both of these defenses are outstanding. You know, Scott Harmony always has a great defense at Manuel. So, um, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah. I think Manuel – Manuel has that one guy in Jawan Northington who can kind of break it at any time. But if you look at the history, Sanex has done a good job of containing him over yeah. the years. Um, um, you know, Darian Wilson has emerged as a really good quarterback for Manuel. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about Sanex and their defense. They're 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 pretty much all the way healthy. And yes, they haven't played their best football yet. But I think we I think we saw glimpses of it in the first half against Trinity. They were up in that game, I think, 20 to nothing at halftime. It could have been a four-touchdown lead for yeah. them. They played really good in that first half, and then they sort of held on the second half. And that's the thing Kevin Wallace, you know, he wants to see them put together four good quarters. Um, when, I, when I think about picking this game, and <laughs> a, a lot of my picks boil down to this, is, is history. Mm-hmm. And uh, – Manuel finally got a win over St. X. I think it was two years ago, and it was their first win over St. X in a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And then last year in the playoffs, Manuel had that game won. Uh, the second-round playoff game, and then St. X does what St. X always does to Manuel, <laughs> it seems, and just pulls something out and breaks their hearts. Uh, the, the the pass from uh, Poor to Michael Duddy on a Hail Mary, I think it was about 40 yards with about 15 seconds left. And somehow, someway, St. X won that game. And the the people, Manuel has a lot of these guys that have been around the program for 40 and 50 years. And it was sort of like, my God, here we go again. Yeah. You know, um, St. X found a way to beat us. And, and, and that that rivalry just has that sort of history. And and when they're evenly matched, it's it's hard to overlook that. And so, um, will I be surprised if Manuel, Manuel wins? Not at all. But I'm going to take St. X. And, and maybe the other sort of factor about this game is they're probably going to meet again in, what, five weeks in the second round of the playoffs. So you always wonder how coaches approach that Yeah. as far as, you know, how much are we going to show. You keep it vanilla, you know, yeah. And, and sort of like that. So, you know, you do have the incentive of if you win it, you get to host that playoff game. So that's sort of big. Um, it's really big between these two teams because if you're saying X, you get to play it on your turf. Yeah. If you're manual, you get to play it on your grass. Maybe you <laughs> hope it, it rains a little bit because you're used to that muddy kind of slop. So that always sort of factors in. So um, I'm looking forward to being at Manual Stadium on Friday night. I can tell you that much. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm ready for Friday. I do, yeah. I'm, like, I'm just ready to fast forward to yeah. Friday night because it's going to be some fun games, great environments and atmospheres. Yeah. and. Again, like after the the little bit of a sleeper last week, people are going to get the exact opposite this week. So that that's going to be it, and I'm excited and I'm ready for it. Yeah, I mean, we talked about five games here, and you know, this is sort of rivalry week, yeah. if you will, in the city. We we haven't even really touched on you know you got PRP at Butler yeah. is, is a is a huge rivalry game in the city. 
Uh, Wagner and Central, they've sort of developed a little thing now that they're in the same district. You know, Dawson Fairdale isn't two great teams, but I was thinking about my picks. That might be the toughest pick of the week. I mean, who are you going to pick in Dawson Fairdale? So um, that's an interesting game. We've talked a little bit about Madison Central um, at Oldham County. And another one is – Holy Cross and Bethlehem, uh, yeah, two really good teams in Class A. I'm, I'm sort of interested to see how how that game turns out. So, yeah, unlike last week, there when there wasn't much to sort of look forward to. There, there's all kinds of really good games uh, in the Louisville area this week. Yeah, so it'll be fun not only to watch and cover our own game, but to just follow along on Twitter yeah, and just yeah. see scores and just kind of go back and forth for yeah, that. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. So uh, I look forward to that and. Again, as always, be sure to follow along with all the coverage we'll have. We've already had stories coming out this week. We'll have more heading into Friday's games, and plus we'll have things in the weekend as well. So be sure to follow along, and we appreciate you, as always, for listening to this week's Prep Rally Podcast. We'll see you next week.